Hey y'all. Hey. I'm Shakora. And I'm Ebony. And welcome to the Unapologetically Us podcast, where we talk about life, mental health, fitness, finances, and and everything everything in between. between. Thank y'all so much for joining us. We're back. Oh, 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 oh. Thank y'all so much for joining us, for tuning in, for watching for sharing for commenting for the questions thank y'all okay song oh i don't know that song no i'm just saying no like you you were singing you used your singing voice oh did i yeah oh i know how to sing your voice oh my god (laughs) (laughs) hold on before we get into child listen you know if you notice on the videos you've been cutting up lately (laughs) i'm sorry you've been and that's why i'm like you know what zoom in right here let me get her doing this. Because <laughs> she, you been, you don't know my life. You don't know my life. I said, oh, I did that. I did that. <laughs> she be trying to catch everything up in them videos. Why not? That's what they there for. Girl. Anywho. Into child, listen. Child, listen. Now, what's been up, though? So, I worked out with this person over here. And, um, came here to get ready for the, um, episode and my hand was shaking, trying to do my eyebrows. And I was like, you know what? These brows is going to be whatever they're going to be for this record station. Because for some reason, working out with Shakora, she just be like, not knowing my life. I do know her life. Like she don't understand my life. And she just be trying to make me do stuff. And I'd be like, girl, I know my strength. She might post a video by the time this episode come out. Yes, I will. But I'd be like, girl, you don't know my life. But yet I do. And so, yet my arms are hurting this episode. And I'm tired. But that's okay, though. That is okay. And she want to come stand and watch me do my set. (laughs) And I'm like, girl, go finish yours. (laughs) Like, you still got your set to do, too. Nah, I'll make sure... No, go go do yours. <laughs> what you said, go ahead. Go ahead about your business. Go ahead. Go, go and do yours. Like, I'm good. I was at like nine anyway. I was done, though, when I went, when I came over there. No, uh you had stopped. Oh, no, I had did t- 10, but I was going to do 12, but I did 10. So, I mean, you know, it'd be fun. You know, what? but like I told you, Cora, I say what you can't say is Ebony ain't going to push herself. Yeah, she going to push herself for I'm sure. I'm going to push myself. Mm-hmm. Just like when I try to do them deadlifts. <laughs> I did, I did three. I, I was going for four. <laughs> and I went down on that fourth and it just went down. It just, <laughs> just couldn't, just couldn't, couldn't make it back up. I may post it to the, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. But, but after that, you went back to it. I did. I, I, I took the, some weight off <laughs> and then I went back to go do it. Yes. That's so other than that, you, you know. So, child, yes. what's been up with you? Oh, girl, I've been busy again, mm-hmm. once again, busy. But I can honestly say this week I've been enjoying the gym. Of course, you know I love the gym anyway. But really just enjoying Talk about it. your mics. Uh, I know. See, that's what I was going to say. But, yes, yeah, so um, I already like working out. I already enjoy the gym. Me and my husband, we go to the gym. Sometimes we go separately, but we both really enjoy the gym. So I came up with a brilliant idea, you know, from all the TikToks that I watch to order some gym mics, right? Why are these people going to give me gym mics? So TikTok calls it being mic'd up, right? <laughs> and I thought I was going to be bad, but my husband, he, he real bad, like... 
Yeah, my husband. Real bad. He real bad. Like, he, it used to just be him and, and how he act, but the mic make him rare form, just cut up completely cut up so it's fun watching him cut up with the mic and it's just fun like actually talking through your workout a lot of people go to the gym and they're uncomfortable uh oh i can't really say nothing oh this person may be watching me and things like that and yeah they, they are watching but they're not watching like oh she doing that wrong or oh she he not doing that right they're watching because they're one trying to be motivated mm-hmm. or they two trying to figure out oh i never saw nobody do that before and things like that i want to say me and Diz was was working out actually Two stories. We were working out and uh, we're we're deadlifting. That video will be coming soon. So we're deadlifting and we're trying to hit a new PR. And um, I'm fighting, 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 fighting to get this up. And it just wouldn't come up. So I'm yelling. I'm ah, doing all of that. And then the old man walk in. They're like, y'all okay over there? <laughs> this is like, oh, we just having a deadlift party. <laughs> and so I was like, Lord, he was like, Y'all about to get this old man a heart attack. And we was like, oh, my bad. But that's the man that be keeping me in the gym for about three hours every day. So, in the mornings. And then, so the other one was, it was a guy, he was lifting really, really heavy. Doing squats. Like, he, I'm talking about, he just lifting, okay? For And so, we're doing chest. And Dad's got me doing drop set. Just, just wait till I introduce you today. So, he had me doing what we call drop sets and then pyramid. So, we had... Five plates that we went from five, four, three, two, then back up. But it was good though. It was good. It really was. So you gonna we we're gonna try that the next time we in the gym together. Yeah, it was good. So child listen, I'm gonna post that video too when she get in there and she can do it with us. But anywho, I've really been enjoying the gym this week. And my mics. Yes. Well good. Yes. Amen to the mics. Amen yes. to the gym. Amazon $25. Amen uh-huh. to her loving the gym. <laughs> Ain't no pyramids though for me. Yes, it will. No, it's not. So we're gonna go, we're gonna ignore what she's saying at this point <laughs> and go to today's topic. Well, we talking about picking your battles in a relationship. Picking your battles. You know, in everybody a be saying stuff like Girl, everything don't deserve an argument. Everything ain't worth an argument. Everything ain't worth a conversation. You know, some stuff just got to just take it for what it is. Let it brush it off your shoulder. Let it go on. You know, go go do what it go do what it do basically. So, one of the things that they were that you can pick a battle when you when I think about certain things as not worth an argument. I know what works for me is taking a step back and and thinking like, okay, am I really mad at this or am I mad at something else? Mm-hmm. Is this something that I kind of been just letting go? Mm-hmm. that it's like it you know like it's kind of like like when you don't touch one thing mm-hmm. and then everything just compounds to something yes, else. Yes. Or you didn't address this issue, so any and every little thing pisses you off. Yep. So I kind of step back and be like, okay, am I mad at this? Or do I need to just go ahead and address, address what's really making me mad? Absolutely. Because we, we, we quick to just go to, I am so tired. Mm-hmm. Why you don't put the food in the microwave? <laughs> I mean, in the refrigerator at mm-hmm. night when it's time. Or my dad's pet peeve. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dishes left in the sink overnight. Mm-hmm. And not the sink. 
the rack. Babe, I'm going to leave some dishes on the rack. <laughs> he say, you wash the dishes, you can put them on the rack, let them dry. But before you go to bed, you put them up. That is Rightfully ooh. so. So you arguing over dishes being left in the rack overnight when you when you mad about something else. Mm -hmm. True. And that's how, that's typically what happens, which is hard for people to do. Because when we're, if we're talking about picking your battles in relationships, it's hard to pick that battle mm -hmm. because sometimes when you do, just like you said, let something ride, then when something else happens, now I'm 10 times mad mm -hmm. because I should have said something then, but I didn't. Trying to pick my battle, mm -hmm. which I still agree with. I think not everything is worth, you know, the argument or a fight. You know, maybe a discussion, but not a fight. Because what I do believe in, if it bothers you, if it's going to bother you tomorrow and the next day and the next day, then go ahead and address it. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be okay with, and you're not going to think about it tomorrow, it's not going to be anything of an issue. If you sweep it under the rug, the rug's still going to be flat. Nobody mm -hmm. tripping over it. Then we're good. But if you're going to still be in your feelings, you're going to be sad, you're going to be smirking your face up, go ahead and talk about it. Because mm -hmm if you don't and it doesn't have to be an argument but go ahead and talk about it and it may if you feel you know strongly about whatever it may be be a difficult conversation but still have it for mm -hmm. sure so yeah i i feel like there's several different you know things that or ways we can choose and pick our battles mm -hmm. right so um for you what do you think is some healthy ways or things that people can do when argument arises and I don't know how to address it. Sit back and the article says make a plan. But when you when you take that time to step back and assess what are you mad about, once you come to the conclusion of what you're mad about, then make sure that when you go talk that you have your talking points. If I'm mad at a situation that I felt could have been handled differently, I'm going to use the situation. I'm going to convey what how it made me feel. And I may even preface it by saying, this may not be what you meant, but this is how I take it. Absolutely. A conversation I, I've had with him was... <laughs> Inside joke. Side note. <laughs> Inside joke. <laughs> but um, a conversation that I had was, I said, this may be not what you mean, but this is how I take it. Absolutely. And it opened, to me, it opens it up, because I'm not saying that you're wrong in what you did. Because people handle things, things and situations differently. Mm -hmm. But what I am saying is, how you handled it and how I received it are two different things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So this may be your way of doing it. And I'm not saying even change your way of doing it, but I'm letting you know, hey, this is how I feel. And it's up to me and you to sit here and decide, I'll agree to disagree on how to move forward. Because it, it could be a, okay, I'm going to try to not do this again. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try not to handle it this way. Or a compromise in the middle of saying, okay, just communicate when you feel like this. So that way, when this happens again, I don't take it that way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to, okay, cool. This is what's going on, not this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one thing that I've been trying to practice is understanding and even just getting people to know, people around me to know, even working with my clients, I try to get them to know that it's not always about what you say, it's how you say it. And you may not have meant for it to be hurtful, harmful, or for your the person that you're talking to for it to make them feel a way, but it did. And so not apologizing or not addressing 
what it was that you said, but how that person felt. Like, oh, I was trying to tell you to put the dishes, get the dishes out the dish rack before it was bedtime or before we went to bed. I didn't mean for you to feel sad, hurt, embarrassed, whatever you may be feeling. So I apologize for the way that I made you feel. And we don't always do that. We think that, oh, I think it's okay. I said what I needed to say, and that's all that matters. And sometimes we have to understand that, yeah, but what you said may have been something that needed to be said, but it still hurt my feelings. So we need to address that. And that, co- that too comes into communication, but being able to understand this don't, this don't have to be an argument, but listen to what I'm saying. My feelings is hurt. What are we going to do about that part? I get it. I'm going to put your dishes up, but what about how you, or how my feelings felt or what my, you know, how I felt about it. So it's important. It's important to pick the battles, but when your feelings are involved, to go ahead and address those. True. And which brings me to the next point with addressing issues and why I feel that one, the step back and the assess, you know, step back and assess the, the problem is good because now you've got, you've, you've given yourself time to calm down. Mm-hmm. And so they take it to the point of tone because mm. it takes it to the, because your tone matters whether we like it or not. Yes. Because it can be interpreted in so many different ways. So once you calm down and you approach a situation in a calm, calm tone, then that person's defenses should not be up. Yeah. Because if you come in aggressive, most people's reaction is to come back aggressive. So when you when you approach a, a situation calmly, then it's like, hey, I'm I'm coming to you to talk to you about this. This is how I feel. Now, what the yelling aspect is like what we talked about before we started the episode. We can't control the emotional part behind it. Mm-hmm. Because when you're passionate about something, your voice will elevate. Yes, absolutely. Don't mean that you're yep, that you're fussing at the person, but your emotions will allow your voice to elevate. Mm-hmm. So I'm not yelling at you. My tone just got a little higher because my emotions are involved. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm approaching a situation calmly. But as I'm expressing this, my tone may get a little, my my voice may get a little higher, but I'm still somewhat calmer than what I could be if I approached it right then and there. Because you're going to get words that you don't mm-hmm. mean to say. Because, mm-hmm. again, I'm I'm up here in the team, you up here in the team, we both at at our we both got our, our defenses on mm-hmm. and then you know how you know you enough to know you i know me enough to know that my part of my defenses is especially in a relationship mm-hmm. he not i can't beat him up right i'm gonna try <laughs> but i know i can't beat him Absolutely. up. so what i'm going because because genetically men are stronger than women right yeah so because i can't beat you up i'm gonna cut you where it hurts mm-hmm. i'm gonna cut you with my words mm-hmm. So my mind, which is not good, which is why I say take a step back. Mm-hmm. Because you know, if I'm in this heated space and my defenses are up, this time I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. So stepping back to assess, one, is even worth is this even worth me talking about? Mm-hmm. Two, am I mad at this or am I mad at something else? Mm-hmm. But three, it also gives me that time to calm down and approach it with a better tone. Yes. Absolutely. So that that's definitely true. You know, tone is definitely in my ballpark. Tone is what I have been trying to work on. I'm 
genetically, I'ma just go ahead and say genetically. I'm naturally a loud person. And so being that I'm naturally loud, my voice is naturally loud, especially when I'm passionate about something, when I'm hurt or I'm trying to get someone to understand where I'm coming from, that's home. And so I work on, especially now as a wife, so much trying to control my tone because who wants a a disrespectful wife? Who wants a wife who cannot respect their boundaries, not only their boundaries, but respect them by talking to them in a proper way? Because I me, I could be quick. I'll be quick and be like, don't talk about don't talk to me like that. But then on the next hand, I'm over there yelling and giving you the same thing I just told you don't give to me. So um tone for me, I oh I try to I try to and then I tell them too. Literally just tell them I'm like you, I'm trying to do better with telling you this and this and that and that, but you making me. And he like, no, control your emotion. Tone is definitely hard. T- tone is definitely hard. It's definitely something worth working on. Being, you know, I can blame it on genetics and how I was raised and me naturally being loud and all of that, but it's still no excuse, you know? So I have to work on that every day. Like even when I'm just talking with my friends and I feel passionate and my voice get loud, I'm like, oh, I'm loud. And then I try to come down um, because when you practice those things daily, even, you know, when I'm in a counseling session or I'm in therapy, you know, they're telling me, they're like, you know, like what you say? And I tell them, hey, I'm practicing grace. You know, I talked about that before, practicing grace, being more grace, graceful. And that includes lowering that tone, slowing it down, you know, just doing little things like that to just be better be a better version of yourself so definitely so being able to correct that tone is important i agree i agree with it so just thinking as you was talking about because we were talking about picking battles and some people you know we're talking about like okay you know the things that you can do when i first heard pick your battles it was told to me like everything doesn't deserve an argument or or a discussion. So I wanted to point out the fact that I think it's a personal preference of what you choose to discuss and what you choose not to discuss, even with the with the giving grace part. And I use example of my dad pet dad's pet peeve of not putting the dishes up um, before you go to bed. I listen to a podcast where it's a husband and a wife. The husband is a nat- it's a clean, organized, color code type of person. Where the wife is, she ain't just dirty, but she ain't clean, clean like, like him. It was one of them things of like this is just who she is. Y'all been together this this time this long. This is obviously something that she's not going to be able to change or correct. So if I, so it's kind of like if he was to come home and she got clothes, you know, on the couch, it's not for me to come home and fuss at this point. Because at this point, I'm choosing to accept who you are as a person. So using my dad, if he comes home and, you know, his woman didn't put the dishes up after being told numerous and numerous and numerous times, either you put them up yourself or just, and just accept the fact that she just not going to do it. And so when I'm saying picking your battles, it's a personal thing because what I may feel may not work, you know, may not grant an argument. Shakur may feel like, oh, yes, it does. This is a discussion. And what she may feel like doesn't need to be talked about. I may feel like, oh, yes, it does. And I'm talking about it. And then, too, because we're humans and we grow, what matters to me now may not matter to me five years from now. So if it's something that I really don't care about, like being able to express my emotions wasn't the thing that I really 
cared about. But because after going through therapy and I see the importance of it, oh, I need to be able to express my emotions or express how I feel. It, so if, I'm not saying let's argue, but if something made me feel a way, hey, let me come to come and tell you this is how I felt. Not saying that it was wrong. I mean, not saying that what you did was wrong. My reception of it was this, this is how I felt. So I just wanted to point out that knowing when and when and when not to do something, it's just a personal preference. Absolutely. I agree. Which is another thing that's tough for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's tough because it's like, you know, you again, becoming a better version of yourself. You have to understand that people aren't going to always be as receptive of the things that you would want them to do or how you want them to do it and vice versa. Um, it's easy to say that what someone should do and then you not doing it yourself. So, um, I definitely understand that another one, you know, for me would be don't react immediately. And that's one thing that I've learned to do myself is I need my time. Like I need not even just for what you have given to me, but in the sense of me giving you something, giving it back to you as well. Because, you know, like I just said, my tone is always a little higher and things like that. So I so I need to take my moment. I need to take my five. I need to walk away and say, okay, wait a minute. You know, and I said this before, I need to take my moment to say, okay, let me step back because if I don't step back, the way that I'm going to give this is not going to be in a good manner. It's not going to be how I actually want you to accept it or take it because oftentimes we think, oh, this will be, this is a good way. This sounds good. Logically, it sounds good for us, but how we deliver it, it go totally out one ear and off into space because of how you delivered it. Mm -hmm. So taking that time, taking that five minutes, taking that walk, but also communicating that, saying, hey, wait a second, I need, I need my five real quick because this ain't going to come out good. Right. I'm, I'm trying, I don't want to yell. I want you to really be able to understand what I'm telling you. So give me my five. This is important though. I want to talk about this, but give me my five. Right. And then I can go, I can gather myself, I can get myself together, I can figure out how I want to tell you, how we can talk about it, or whatever the case. Uh, I was listening to or watching a podcast, and it was, again, uh, you know, husband and wife. The, they were saying how they deal with arguments. Mm -hmm. And basically saying, like, if we if we have something that we just can't agree, or, you know, it's a, something that we know is going to kind of raise the tone, raise the mouth. We just, we lay flat, lay flat on our stomachs, facing each other. Like who could, who, who you are, like try laying down on your stomach and yelling at somebody, not working. Um, so that's how we talk about, oh, this is going to be a tough conversation. Hit the flow. Like we need to hit the flow because now you on the floor to my, you going to fucking listen to me. We on the flow. Like it's hard. So being able to know that there's going to be a tough conversation and then saying, we need to get down because it's going to be tough. But that couple knew what it was that they needed. That was their mo their their time to make sure that the tones didn't go up, to make sure that there were ways for you to understand what I'm saying to you without making you understand what I'm saying. You better. You need to. And that stuff is just ineffective. And we do it. We do it all the time. I do it all the time. But being able to, you know, when you know better, you do better. Or at least you could try. <laughs> And I mean, I know you hate this this term because you said it when we was prepping. Agree to disagree because we're not gonna always see eye to eye on everything. We we're not gonna always agree on everything. I mean, core things. I feel like yes, there should be a compromise. 
But if you say that rose gold is rose gold, and I say, no, if you if I say rose gold is different than pink, and you say no, it's not, let's just agree to disagree. Now, I'm not saying, you know, you, you arguing over something as simple as that, but it's just like, if it's not something that matters to you, just agree to disagree and go on about your day. Facts. I mean, yes, I do hate that phrase. Hate it. Do. Because, no, I, if you have something or you agree... And not, okay, not saying that everybody has to agree with what I'm saying or I have to agree with everything someone else is saying. But if it's something that we're discussing related to our family or we're discussing related to uh, important decisions and things like that, like I don't I don't think that we have to say, well, I don't think that you should buy this car, but I think we should. Well, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. We just got to agree to disagree. No, let's, let's not. Well, no, I would, you know, as far as a household, you know, you got to put your accounting hat on. In a household with combined finances, you you do have to fact, you do have to consider the other person there. It's like if you say, I want to quit my job and pursue my my practice full term, that's a discussion that you have to have with your husband, you know, to make sure that your house can still stay afloat because you're lacking an income. So what either, either I have to, either he has to step up or I'm going to just, you know, either he has to step up or you like what does this pool of money from our household every month how are we going to make sure that that's taken care of yeah because you are stepping back from your full-time job insurances you know if if i'm carrying everybody on my medical insurance how are we going to go as far as about doing insurance so it so yeah i'm not saying agree to disagree on that if it don't matter if we arguing over the best nba team let's just agree to disagree facts okay Okay, yeah, I can agree with that part. Careless things, what our or who our NBA team is, yes. But not only if we purchase in the car. Right. We're not because gonna do that. Finances is a core thing in a relationship. Mm-hmm. How you raise kids is a core thing mm-hmm. in a relationship. Your the religion that you practice is a core thing in a relationship. It was one of my other another one I had in my head. Not just religion, politics. Yeah. Is a core thing of what you have in your relationship. Yeah. Or, or some people can consider politics very, very core. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to those core things, then no, we cannot agree to disagree. We can compromise. Yeah. But we're not agreeing to disagree. Mm-hmm. All the other stuff that you don't consider, because again, what you consider core is subjective. What you don't consider a core or y'all have deemed is not a core thing in this relationship. Let's just agree to disagree mm-hmm. and go on about our day. Yeah. Okay. I can agree with that part. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. I would never say spanking my child, not spanking my child. Let's just agree to disagree. No, we both have to be mm-hmm. on one accord as how it comes to discipline our children. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, it's it's hard, you know, trying to decide on what battles to to actually battle mm-hmm. <laughs> in a relationship. That is definitely, you know, tough, especially being newly married. Boyfriend, baby, every battle, I'm going to war. <laughs> but, you know, now as a wife and someone who's practicing grace, right? Mm-hmm. Having to pick that battle. And it's hard. It's hard. Another one I wanted to, to discuss is communicating or talking or communicating that battle right in in person oh yeah oh yeah because text i i do not i prefer not to have certain conversations over text messages because you can't you're never gonna know the person's tone yep absolutely absolutely so if it's a if it's a thing where i feel like we like if we're texting 
and I feel like this is leading to something, hey, hey, they, like, let me hear your tone real quick. Because I'm mm-hmm. trying to make sure you ain't arguing or you ain't fussing. Yeah. yeah. You ain't in your feelings or you ain't feeling the way. Because, yeah, no, in person. Because you can read body language. You can, you can, you know, you can see their tone. Or even if it's over the phone, you can hear the tone, everything. Yeah, absolutely. But, like, important, important stuff, that if you can, body language. Because, I mean, in person, because you can see body language. Right, absolutely. Body language is important. Text messages, oh, because I know I can get a text message confused. I'll be like, I'll call you. Who you talking to? Or what? What you mean? You know, it even with even with talking to your friend, you can somebody your friend can send you a text message. And I know we probably done this several times. Friends send you a text message and you be like, Oh, now she mad at me. Now I'm not now I'm not texting her, not calling her and things like that. Then we talk to each other three weeks later, tell my girl, I ain't heard from you. Girl, when you sent me that text message, I thought you was mad. No, I wasn't. Why didn't you call me? You know, just different things like that. So definitely when choosing to discuss a battle definitely in person mm-hmm. definitely 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 and i know um it's easier to discuss a battle through text message and when i say easier is because you hide yeah it's mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a, a shield where you don't have to see my body language mm-hmm. you don't have to see my emotion I can write something and say, oh, no, 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 that don't sound right. And then mm-hmm. I could take five minutes and think about what I want to say versus just, you know, so it is easier to have those conversations through text messages, but it's not the healthiest way mm-hmm. because those things, again, body language, tone, expression, emotion, mm-hmm. you can't see all of that through a text message. So communicate those things in person for sure when fighting a battle. <laughs> And if all else fails, we're going to plug Shakora over here. They feel seek help. If you, you know you guys are at a point where y'all just constantly butting heads and it's just kind of like you don't know how it's going to get to where it needs to be, there are plenty of counselors out there that take couples do couples counseling that will be able to help y'all navigate through whatever it is that you need to navigate through. Always, definitely. That is is so important you know i get several couples who come to me just trying to figure out how to best the best way to communicate with each other the things that i should let go or the things that you know or how we argue and how we don't understand each other's um love language or why this person is acting or reacting this way so definitely if it comes to it and you have to do it seek help there's therapists out there that are trained that know what to do know how to advise because we don't give suggestions but how to advise on the best and most effective ways to communicate with your partner with your friends with your children with your parents so um definitely if it if it's a point where you can't do it yourself you can't make the change or you don't know how to make the change seek help amen and amen and amen again that was a good topic that was yeah. y'all can leave us some comments below or you know let us know what you think as far as picking battles if you good at picking your battles if you not i mean i'm not an expert because i'm not because i i have to sit down and i have to remind myself that our relationships are different so you know this person is different from this person so i may have to kind of maneuver and then i'm different yes so let us know in the comments below. We have a question today. We do have a question. If you have a question that you would love for us to answer, you can always email us at unapologeticallyus 
pod at yahoo.com but this particular question was left under a video so it was on our do anything for clout episode if you have not listened to the episode go back and listen oh, check it out very very good but this question is from a listener i can say his name because he watches montreal daniel <laughs> montreal daniel says do you think that that going to only hbcus or all minority schools could hinder you down the line let me add that i too am a proud SU jag alum just curious on your thoughts thank you montreal for your question thanks cuz <laughs> so what you think yes and no okay Okay, so I think that being in a situation where an HBCU is all you know can hinder you, um, but it also can be helpful to answer that question. I would just say yes, okay? Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it has to be bad. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So meaning that I went to an HBCU, I went to an all-black high school, which I didn't, but in that example, went to an all-black high school, went to an HBCU, am I able to get or do I know the things that someone who did not, someone who went to a PWI, know? Am I exposed to those things that they were exposed to? No, I'm not. I'm not exposed to those things. But guess what? Once I find out the things that they're exposed to, I'm going to try my very best to expose myself to them or surround myself with the people who are being exposed mm -hmm. and so when we think about the experience of it um of a hbcu and we think about the experience of a pwi there's far more resources mm -hmm. which we talked about that in the episode there's far more networking mm -hmm. and things like that now granted at a at a hbcu they do some networking they do they do some networking they do. but it's it's a it's a who you know type of networking and y'all know how that go. But like, I would love for that to be a, a better ordeal on just because like, if I'm a therapist and I meet somebody else who's interested in a th being a therapist or interested in doing private practice or interested in X, Y, and Z, then I have no problem with wanting to help in that uh, scope. I have no problem with meeting someone who's just uh, finished their bachelor's degree and wanting to go into a master's program and networking, helping them, mentoring them. And then some people just be like, mm -mm, no, but you're going to help the person that you knew because you knew her auntie or her, or her mama from around the corner. And I think that it does that happen in PWI probably do, but I don't think it's as much like I could probably say that a student would be like, oh, yeah, because my professor and da, 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 and we don't do that as much. You know, we don't do that as much. So do I think that it could hinder us? Yes, if we allow it. Glad you said that part because taking to the networking thing. Networking in some cases, and especially what I learned at Southern, is like you said, because people network, but a lot of people sought after that. When you go into career fairs and making personal connections with these people that you, these recruiters that you're meeting at these different booths, you are pursuing a networking connection. You are pursuing the knowledge that, you know, people give. Do I think that it could hinder you? Yes. Because, like you said, with the resources that are available at white institutions versus minority institutions or HBCUs, being that I went to a PWI at the time, a PWI high school, and I went and I switched over to HBCU in college, yeah. there were things that I was kind of exposed to at, at a PWI high school. It's kind of like... Hearing people that went to all minority high schools and then going to HCBUs and we're talking about our different experiences with me going to a PWI high school and they coming from a, a minority high school. 
most minority high schools are public schools and they in the hood. Yep. And we just being real. If you if you know one that's not in the hood, let me know. <laughs> Whatever. Most of the ones that I know, most of the ones I hear people talking about are in the hood. Mm-hmm. In the hood come different mentalities. Absolutely. Take it how you want it. And the exposure is left. It's, it's less. Do I feel that some people from these minority neighborhoods, hood neighborhoods, have different type of mindsets? Yes. Some of those have a better grind about them, a better hustle about them. They are good at going to seek out mm-hmm. information. And you have some that just take it for what it is. Mm-hmm. This is this is all I know. This is all I care to know. So those who who feel that need of, hey, I want more, that's where I feel like it won't hinder you mm-hmm. because you are, you like, what, what this is, I don't want. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go figure something else out. Yeah. Not saying, I'm not saying the education at these schools are different because it's not. Mm-hmm. We learn from the same textbooks. Mm-hmm. We learn it from teachers. And, it, and what I can say with HBCUs, you have teachers who care. Absolutely. Not saying that teachers at PWIs don't, but in some cases they don't. But you can run into professors or teachers I even even now people that I that I know who move back home and are teaching that Wiseman, teaching that Carol, coaching that Carol, coaching that Wiseman, mm-hmm. Richwood even are back because they want to make an impact or a difference in those kids that are there. Yeah. They are willing to expose them to things that they might not be exposed to. Absolutely. They're teaching them how to be professional. Mm-hmm. They're teaching them about credit. Mm-hmm. They're taking them outside mm-hmm. of South Monroe to show them life is more than just South Monroe. Absolutely. It's a whole world out here that's for you. You can have it if you want it. Mm-hmm. Most PWI schools are in suburbs. Suburban neighborhoods tend to cost more. And you have so so because it costs more, you have to make more mm-hmm. to live out there. Having money, whether we like it or not, exposes us to things, to more things. Yeah. Most and then most minority neighborhood, not all, keyword most, are single parent households. Mm-hmm. So when you have single parent households, I don't have time to sit down and tell you about credit. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to sit down and tell you about finances, how to manage your money, how to budget, how to do this, how to do that. I don't have time for that. Mm-hmm. Or you think about the gap of I'm making this, your dad making this, we're working. We probably still don't have time mm-hmm. to sit down and tell you certain things. Mm-hmm. You may not can go on the beta club trip. Mm-hmm. A whole nother thing. Some beta clubs have certain GPA requirements. Some don't. Mm-hmm. Or, they, or they're a little higher. You mm-hmm. still have a requirement. Right. Grading scales are different. So if I'm in a beta club, I'm able to go on a trip. I remember in, when I was in beta club, we went to Cocodry, Louisiana. Ask me where it said, <laughs> hit New Orleans, go down even more. <laughs> and I said, what? Never heard of it, nothing. The longest, boringest drive ever. But I can sit here and tell you, I know there's a Cocodry, Louisiana, and I learned, and I, and I did crawfishing. But I was in a beta club. Right. You know, I went to a predominantly white elementary mm-hmm. because my father moved us into what was then, which still is considered suburban Monroe. So I do feel like it could, like you said though, to end it, I do feel like it could if you let it. Yeah. Yes. 
Agreed. Agreed. So, thanks, Montreal, for that question. Thank you. As always, you guys can have a question sent to us. Yes. Questions, topics, suggestions. suggestions. You can send to our email at unapologeticallyuspod at yahoo.com. You can also comment below. Um, under a post like Montreal did or you can or under our, our, our Instagram post. Now we gonna wind it down. I got a last little bit of wine got, up in here. I got a little bit little bit to go. Either I'm not pouring enough wine in these glasses or we just drinking them fast. She not pouring enough cause I don't think I am. I was just trying to not sip, drink sip, it sip, all. Sip. Jesus God. I'm like Lord we so, only five minutes in. Tony suggested that we tell either the wine that we're drinking or the type. Remember, we asked you what should yeah. we tell? So, Tony, an avid listener, listener of the podcast, mm-hmm. suggested that we tell the wine that we have. Well, today we were short on time. <laughs> so, so, we, we have went Stella with Rosa, the Stella. Black Cherry. For you wine drinkers who be clowning people that drink Stella. Who y'all do this? Mind your business. We had to just grab something quick. <laughs> y'all do this? Send us some wines. We did, but we did have a wine suggestion. We just didn't have time to go look for it. But we did get a wine suggestion. But I like and we Stella. Try it out. Well, because people who who are avid wine drinkers say Stella ain't nothing but Kool Aid. But we have Stella Rosa Black Cherry. I don't so. even like Kool Aid. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> but yeah, that's what. Yeah, all mine's clear. All mine's clear. Thank you for watching today's episode. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, share, rate us on whatever podcast platform that you are listening to us on and until the next episode bye, bye.